I got $200. You grab Cousin Brucey's fucking hairpiece. <laughs> you do one loop. One loop. You know the loop. On this floor, one fucking loop, a you get $200. You have to fucking run it, run with it in the air. And I'm, not, ju- I'm not doing this for... Who the fuck's Cousin Brucey? Well... Uh, he's, a legend. He? he's a, he's a, a legend. He's a legend. Where he was on Costco? No, fifty years Look, on the radio here in New York City. And he's before, a, he's a DJ and before legend, you roll yeah. your eyes, no, he's a, he's an old school. Kenny's going to get him to come in and say hi. He comes in and says hi every once in a while. So he will sit right there. So, right. so this isn't some dumb thing. Brucey's very nice. If I grab he's it, though, if, how much trouble am I going to get into? You probably won't be able to do radio with me anymore. But you'll <laughs> have two hundred dollars. <laughs> That's about the same. We had, we had <laughs> this amazing episode of the OP Radio Podcast sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. It looks like we are live 500 feet above New York City. Looking over uh, the Hudson River today, actually. It's um, it's a bit on the dark side. There's going to be no sunrise over Central Park, so I, uh, I switched the camera just a little bit. So we'll get a good look at the Hudson River in about, I don't know, another 10 or 15 minutes. These live streams start <laughs> with me in the dark. I kind of like it that way. Because I could kind of wake up as, uh, as it gets lighter and lighter out. Uh, I know it doesn't make sense when you live stream. You should have your pretty little face all lit up. But cups up, bitches. And legit, that is the first sip of coffee. I, I've been up for... Uh, I actually slept in, 5.15. And I'm sitting there staring at the coffee pot. And I'm like, no, no, no. You got to take your first sip on the live stream. So how is everybody on this fine Friday? Are you getting ready to do some fall activities? <laughs> Are you ready to be in traffic forever to pick up a couple overpriced pumpkins? Maybe have an apple cider? Are you ready for all this? This is the weekend, I think, right? You're getting cold yet in New York City. Uh, I'll, I'll, Joey, it's funny you should say that. The kids' streak is over. And that streak would be that I finally had to wear shoes. (laughs) I wore shoes. Actually, it's two days ago now. I wore shoes for the first time since early June. So what's that? July, August, September, October. Four and a half months without wearing shoes. And boy, did they feel incredibly uncomfortable yesterday or two days ago. Uh, so I'm back wearing shoes. Why, why won't you go back and do a radio sh- It's things like that that makes me go, yeah, I'm good. I didn't have to wear shoes for four and a half months. Life is good. Cheers. Is Tom Alive Friday? He's got to be long gone, right, Derek Krasinski? Guy who had, like, basically his lungs were turning into cement. Didn't have a lot of time left in his life. And he decided to use that time to uh, call the Opie and Anthony show every Friday. And every Friday, our audience 
would tune into our show for the Is Tom Alive phone call. <laughs> oh, my God. We never got uh, we never got an ending to that bit. We never got an ending. But I would assume Tom is no longer with us because that goes back so many years. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 you're doing some leaf peeping? There's only one place to leaf pape. It's that uh, Catamangus. I don't know how you say it properly. The Catamangus Highway up there in New Hampshire. They have filmed a lot of car commercials up there. Oh, my God. If you've seen a car on a country road and all the leaves are, 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 are perfectly colored. Oh, my God. Can you say colored? That's the Catamangus, I think it's called, uh, highway that goes up and around the mountains. And you get to see some moose. All of a sudden, all the cars are pulled over to the side of the, the road, and you know that someone saw a moose. So then, because you're a lemming, you stop your car and you run into the woods, hoping to see a moose. Did that a few times. Uh, I'm killing mice in my home with those sticky pads. Damn. Oh, you, you went uh, sticky pads? I went glue traps with my mice killing um, many, many years ago. It took only one mouse stuck to the glue trap sideways with his ear on the goddamn thing like this. Looking at me like, help me, that I never used the glue traps again. I had to get rid of my mice, so I decided, you know, you got you to go electric trap. You got to get those tiny little black electric traps. You put a little peanut butter at the end. It goes in. It makes a turn. Goes a, uh, another quick turn. Licks the peanut butter, which is... Uh, hooked up to some electricity and fries them instantly. I think that's the way to go. The glue trap with the help me, help me as this big, fat, stupid mouse ear is stuck to the glue. That was downright depressing. And yes, uh, what I attempted to do with that, that mouse, <laughs> I don't know if I ever told this story. I got scissors out and I cut around his ear to free him from the glue trap and I and I let him loose in my, uh, in my, I had a tiny little backyard back in the day here in, here in Manhattan. I had a little brownstone that I was renting and I had a little outdoor space. So I, I put him out there and he, he ran away uh, a, little, a little off kilter because <laughs> he couldn't, because his ear, his ear was now like uh, cardboard. <laughs> so, but I tried because it was downright depressing to see him in that state. Uh, 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 are you going to Salem, Mass this weekend? God, Salem, Mass. That's another place when I was living in, uh, the Boston area. We would do our trips to Salem, Massachusetts. They kind of like their witches up there. So, uh, be warned. (laughs) Jesus, everything is, everything is a witch theme in Salem, Mass. And you go, I get it. Oh, you want to see where they burned witches alive? And it's just someone's backyard now. You know, time, uh, time fixes everything. Now there's just like a, a trampoline where they used to burn witches. Have you ever been an early riser, Oak? Joey Pants wants to know. Yeah, man, I, um, I was a caddy. That's where this all began. I was a caddy. Uh, you had to beat the sun to the golf course or you didn't get a good loop. Being a caddy at the Huntington Crescent Club was very, very interesting because you had to beat the sun there. And if you were first on the bench, you know, Lou, God rest his soul. What a great guy. He's no longer with us either. Uh, Lou would see you running to the bench and he would write your name down. As in like you're first. 
and you had to put in a lot of time on the on the bench and a lot of caddies didn't understand that like they they would be like I've been sitting here for four fucking hours when am I going to make some money and a lot of days you went to the course when it was slow and you just sat on the bench to put in your time so when the golfers came around the next time Lou knew you'd put in your time and he would call you a lot earlier it was it was that type of place you miss one day as a caddy, you move down the list. One day. Because there are always go-getters sitting on that bench day after day after day, putting in their time. I think that helped with um, being a talker, by the way. Because uh, all these caddies uh, from all walks of life, and we had a lot of time to kill on the bench. So we talked about sports and movies and books and girls and golf. And so, you know, it was like a, it was a little talk show every morning at, at the Huntington Crescent Club. I think that really helped me. Good morning from Baltimore. God are, is our only hope. Ready for nice sunrise. Right on, brother man, brother man. But I don't know if your God is my God. We all have different gods, which I find incredibly stupid. That uh, human, I think our brains are like... Not even close to developed. I know Einstein said we only use, what, a half a percent of our brains or some dumb dumb thing like that. And I, I believe it because there are people on earth that are convinced that their God is better than everyone else's God. <laughs> and their God is basically based on the fact that they were born in a certain area of earth. And they're like, our God is the right God, and all the other Gods are wrong. Enjoy that one. Oh man, everyone's confused. No, the mice was in the um, the mice was in my old apartment when I used to live on Columbus Avenue. I used to live off Columbus Avenue on Seventy First when we were when we were big radio stars back in the day. That's where I lived on Columbus Avenue and Seventy First Street, a couple brownstones in. They they have uh, ripped my. My, um, my old apartment um, apart, redid the whole building. It's now one giant five-story uh, apartment that is absolutely gorgeous that goes for something like $15 million. But when I lived there, it was a shithole with a shitty landlord. Um, it was uh, infested with mice. It, uh, it, the basement flooded many, many times, and that's where I had my bedroom. I had a homeless guy sleeping, uh, well, I had two bedrooms. I would sleep downstairs to try to get away from, okay, do I have to explain all this? I would, I, I moved my bed downstairs for, for, uh, this reason that I should have said first, but there was a lot of traffic on, um, on, um, 71st street heading to Columbus. And so I would hear the cars like they were coming through my apartment. And I had an air conditioning unit, and a homeless guy would sleep under my air conditioning unit. True story. I would hear him snore like he was in the room with me, and I also would hear him urinate. So then I moved my bedroom downstairs uh, until the floods came and ruined everything. So that's where I lived, where, where we had the horrible uh, mouse problem. Do you know any weird recipes from your upbringing, I mean? Well, I mean, the, the famous one for my family is uh, it wasn't even butter. It was margarine and sugar sandwiches to keep the cost down. Started by my grandma. God rest her soul. She'd be 112 if she was alive today. 
Uh, and it seems like yesterday she was alive. So that's a little weird, right? Yeah, okay. Um, you got that in your own life. I understand. But a uh, lot, uh, lot of grandkids, and she would roll out the Wonder Bread, and she would roll out the margarine, and then just pour sugar. Pour some sugar on me. They always said me weird in that song. Pour some sugar on me. And uh, we ate a lot of margarine and sugar sandwiches at the beach house in Wading River, Long Island. Yes. So that's a weird recipe, I would say, right? Hell yeah. Oh, what's up, brother? I changed my screen name. I used to be DQ. Haven't been around for a bit. Glad to be back. Well, I hope it's the real DQ because DQ is a a solid, solid uh, person. (laughs) You're a girl, right? (laughs) I think you're a girl. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, are you allowed to say, are you a girl? I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. I'm a turnip. You're insulting me. I'm a turnip. Oh, sorry. Pour some sugar on me. Um, is Opie divorced? He never brings his wife on or kids. That would give the show a more close and personal feel. I've, I've got um, a wife since 2008. We're happily married. We've been together since 2004. Assholes out there are trying to do that horseshit too. I got two beautiful kids. They are 12 and 10. And um, we have chosen a long time ago that they're not going to be part of this. They don't want to be part of this, first of all. And I'm not going to force them into this world. There's other, like, comedians and personalities. They force their kids into stuff to get, like, sick-ass views. I know if I put my son on here or my, my daughter, my views would be absolutely insane. But I'm not in it for that. My wife's always been a private person. Thus then why, you know, haters uh, attacked, attacked her. That was, that was great. And then when that didn't work, they attacked my kids. That was great. But no, I'm happily married. Everything is, uh, is more than fine. Um, you don't want to hear this, but I, I found a, a very, very special person that really, that uh, I'm really in love with, if you, if you need to know the truth. Uh, the favorite part of uh, my morning is listening to you say things in a goofy accent. It almost makes it seem like what you're saying is funny. Okay, Jeremy. <laughs> I would love to know why some of you guys are so obsessed. And I was, I was pointing out an observation today. I mean, pour some sugar on me. Why didn't they say me? Pour some sugar on me. But they sang it like me. Uh, and I know I'm funny, by the way, Jeremy. So nice try, okay? All right. Bah, bah. Have, you, uh, have you seen any crazy things in any apartments across from you? Not as, good, not as good as like the old days. The old days, we had incredible luck. We had, um, we had a girl that would get on an exercise bike naked in the morning. Um, going way back. Oh my God. We got three at NEW when me and Anthony were at WNEW, which was above the Brooklyn diner. So that would be 57th street and seventh Avenue. If you're ever taking the Opie and Anthony tour right above there, I think on like the eighth floor, if I remember correctly, 
the studio had a window like this. And it was really close to another building. So think just one street separating the two buildings, obviously. That close. There was a row of windows going all the way down. And they were smaller windows. They weren't like big giant ones like this one behind me. Right around uh, 5 o'clock when everyone got home for uh, work, the women would all shower more than one to get ready for, for the night. We saw so many, so, well, so many people in general, but you know, you got to pick and choose depending what you're into. Um, but we saw so many women showering naked and they didn't give a crap and it would really distract us. We would put on long songs or wait for those insanely long commercial breaks and we'd go to the window and watch women shower. Yes, are you allowed to say this? I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but I mean, if, if, if you look out your window and it's happening, I, don't, I think that's more than legal, right? So we had that. And then when we uh, had our XM studio on 57th Street, uh, a little down from the WNEW studio, we had uh, some people that we could see across the way that were naked. And then when we moved into Howard Stern's old, old studio and we opened up this giant window that he had completely shut off because he was paranoid of uh, people looking in while he was doing his radio show and maybe doing some things. Let's just put it that way. We opened up that window and uh, there was a girl that would get on an, uh, uh, an exercise bike naked uh, a lot of a lot of mornings. Yes. Peeping over. I- I'm a peeper. I'm not an illegal peeper, though. I'm not wandering around a neighborhood like hiding in bushes. But if it's in plain sight, I'm peeping. Yes. I think it gets creepy when you start, you know, hanging out in bushes and hedges. Thank you, Ryan. See, this is what I like. I like the honest people. Not the people that are listening to every word to try to start some garbage. I like the real people. I think we've all stumbled into a peeping situation at one point. Let's be real. Thank you, Ryan Carr. You know what? I'm giving you a special, a special cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you for the honesty. This episode sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code O-B-O-P-I-E. Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. Are they doing a little rhyming thing here? That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OBOPIE. You know, the other day I was on the roof with my friends Matt and Ollie, and I said, Hey, Ollie, I got to use your bathroom. And I went in the bathroom, and guess what was on the sink? A Manscaped razor. So I went to Ollie. I said, Ollie, you're doing it right. Although his uh, razor looked a bit on the old side, I think I got to upgrade it for him. But that's how great the product is. It still works, bitch. (laughs) All right, listen. They got the Platinum Package 4.0. Let's see what's in this thing. Well, you got the lawnmower, 4.0 body trimmer, and Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, featuring some stuff 
some things to protect your delicate parts and holes. They also got the Ultra Premium Body Wash. They got the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. That's really nice. I'm using that right now. And they got some great deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. They also got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. (laughs) I got to be honest. I haven't gone that far with Manscaped. I love these guys, but I have not started to put deodorant on my ball. Maybe I should. I don't know. But I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there doing just that. They're also throwing in two free gifts. You got the boxers and the shed travel bag. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. And if you want to support the podcast, at the very least, go to manscaped.com and you'll get the 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Manscaped. Clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. Opie has the face for 4K. I wish, Randall. I wish. I'm not a 1050. I'm not a 4K. I'm like, a, what is it, a 750, 740, whatever that one is. That's me. That's where I'm at in my life. So even though this camera isn't that great, it's, uh, it's giving the kids some nice filtering. <laughs> Vincent Scaramuzzo's uh, uh, dial-up modem quality. <laughs> oh, that's funny. How long do you think Jim and Sam show is going to last? It'll last a long time, but they're paying them literally nothing. They cut their salaries dramatically. So to them, they're like, eh, it's not costing us much. Let them, let them just sit there and rot for a few more years. So I'm sure they'll be around for a while. But you know what? That doesn't define me. If I ever find out that they're no longer at SiriusXM, sure, I'll have a very good day. I'll have an extra skip in my step. Of course I will. But what you learn is uh, when you hope for things, that doesn't define you and what's going on in your life. You can celebrate it quickly, you know, and then move on. My happiness doesn't uh, rely on their show getting kicked off serious or anything like that. I mean, when you start relying on other things to happen for your, for your happiness, then you're going down the wrong road, my brothers and sisters. Can I get an amen? Amen. Look at that sun. My God. People ask you for advice, dear God. Oh, oh, this guy. Sorry, I, I forgot. I, I'm sorry, I have depressed radio failure. I meant to get rid of you. I apologize. My uh, my career speaks for itself, so stop trying to gaslight, you idiot. You know, Anthony has pushed all this garbage uh, forward. Uh, I will say it every single time. If it wasn't for Anthony, I would barely have any hate in my life. So isn't that great? The guy that... He had an unbelievable run with and, uh, you know, made millions of dollars with uh, is now the guy pushing so much hate towards me. That's why I think he's a piece of garbage. But here, I'll give I'll give that guy who I'm sure is quickly making a new account because I blocked him. (laughs) He'll be back. You know, like these radio companies, they're cheap as fuck. And if they can keep you down, they will. 
If they could fire you, they will. They will find any reason to get rid of you. So year after 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 year. They gave me ridiculous contracts. Know why? Because I know how to do this shit. So you can try to knock me down all you want, but the people that had to write the checks, and trust me, they didn't want to write those checks. They knew how talented I was. That's, that's the reality right there. They don't give out really good radio contracts, even though I still think we, even though we did very, very well for ourselves, we were drastically underpaid. They don't just write checks like that uh, because they think you suck. Go after yourself. You ain't going to do that to me, you dummy. I know what I did in this career. Uh, don't let the haters get you down, Hope. You have a massive career to be proud. Of course. Of course I do. I, I just find it funny because they really don't know how radio works. These scumbags try to rip you off left and right. So if, if you truly didn't have uh, talent, they weren't going to cut me a big fat check. Anyone in radio would know that. And sadly, a lot of my stuff uh, that I did do for the Opie and Anthony show will absolutely go, go excuse me, unnoticed for the rest of my life. Because it, uh, it was things that uh, you didn't hear when listening to the goddamn radio show. That's one of my curses. It's one of the things me and Brother Weeze talk about a lot. The things you have to do as, uh, you know, the host of the show, controlling the action, uh, the guy that has to do a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, the guy that has to take on most of the fucking meetings. Uh, but whatever, what are you going to do? I saw a video of Anthony calling into your show after he got fired and you seemed to get along. Did he do something messed up after that? I'm very behind all on all this. You sure are, Blue Apron. The answer would be that... Uh, I don't know what happened. We were, <laughs> after not talking for two years after he got fired for his racist uh, rant, um, uh, we, we started talking again and it was going well. And I, I had a vision that we could somehow keep the brand going, maybe in a different way, uh, not, not doing a full-time show anymore, but certainly there was enough there to get, get something going and keeping the brand going. And then out of nowhere, he just started hating on me again. And, uh, and that was the end of that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, was that before or after he made Twitter accounts uh, mocking you? Yeah, Anthony also like had fake accounts attacking me on a regular basis. Like This is all the stuff that has been coming out. Because what's really interesting is like, he's, he pissed off a few uh, old listeners. And uh, a few of these people have really given me some real good inside dirt. Um, and I know they're credible. That's why I told the pal talk story, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and he also had uh, fake accounts just literally attacking me. Like, <sighs> crazy. I don't know why I got that song humming in my goddamn brain. What's up, Gary Krasinski? How are you? At the bar, we were talking about uh, Mother Love Bone. Uh, that was the band that uh, was going to be massively huge. And then the lead singer, Andrew Wood, died of a heroin overdose. And they had a great song called Star 
Stardog Champion! Stardog Champion! And also uh, Chloe Dancer. And the guy dies. And that, uh, and then that led the way for a little guy from San Diego who was a surfer who sent in a tape of three songs that he, uh, that he wrote. I think those three songs were Help Me, Alive, Once, and was it Release? Release Me, I think. Handed in this little tape. And the band that wanted to go on after Andrew Wood's, uh, you know, demise said, yeah, fuck yeah, come to Seattle, Eddie. Let's try to do something. And the rest is history. Pearl Jam was born, which is uh, absolutely nuts if you think about it. It's all based on a guy that had an addiction and couldn't take care of that and uh, overdosed. And that's the only reason we have Pearl Jam to this day. That is crazy. And then we moved on and t- started talking about Jane's Addiction and how amazing they are and how that band should have been a lot bigger. But Perry Farrell was such a weirdo that I don't think he could have kept it between the lines to really have massive over-the-top success. Although they certainly certainly had a, a few ditties that were uh, absolutely great. And then I'm telling Matt at the time, me and Anthony were in Boston and uh, Perry Farrell was trying to get a rock concert together. And he called our show. This was his idea. I'll never forget it. And I honestly don't know if he ever pulled it off. But he wanted to do a rock festival where everyone camps at a venue. You have to come with a, with a sleeping bag or a, or a tent. And everyone camps out. And he does his show. And then they stay up all night. All night. And... The reason they're staying up all night is because they're hoping that they could call the aliens to land at the venue and hang out. He was on the phone with this idea, uh, telling me and Anthony like it was it was a possibility, and that's why I love Perry Farrell, man. He is a dreamer, but I really think Jane's addiction could have been a lot bigger if Perry Farrell was a little more. I hate to use the word normal because I hate normal people. I think normal people are boring. Uh, uh, they are constantly gaslighting you. Don't just believe what you want. Up. How do you know any of what the fans say is true about uh, Anthony? Huh? I'm not even trying to talk about Anthony. How about you guys go off and go talk about this stuff somewhere else? <laughs> I, mean, I will be turning this off. Oh, I got to actually get my uh, my kids up. I'll be turning this off soon. And I won't think about any of it. I'd rather go back to get parts, hang out with my friend Matt, and maybe Ollie, if Ollie's there, and other people. It's becoming like just a little, uh, little neighborhood hang, which I like a lot. And guess what? I was there for two hours talking about beer, possibly a little side project, a little uh, beer podcast with Matt because he's knowledgeable. Uh, Ollie didn't show up. Um, other people showed up. We were talking about West Point. We were talking about stamp collecting because this woman came in and she was going to some uh, stamp collecting uh, convention and she was pissed off that her pharmacy wouldn't give her her birth control pills unless she went and had another doctor's appointment. I'm like, I don't need to know any of this. I want to talk music with Matt. Um, anyway, I was there for two hours. Guess what? Didn't talk about Anthony. Didn't talk about Opie and Anthony. <laughs> None of that. Talked about Carl a little bit. 
Went to the bathroom to relieve myself, and Carl signed the goddamn wall at Get Parts. I see that signature every time I'm in there. Actually, it's not a signature. He wrote Ruizing. That bums me out. And that was it. That's, that's actually my real life, my true self. That's it right there in a nutshell. And then I turn this on, and it's Anthony, 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 Anthony. And then some days I take my shots, and other days I let all the pitches go. All of them. Where are you at, doggy? He's, uh, he's chilling. He's still sleeping in the bed. And I blew it. I didn't take him out last night, so he's probably a little mad at me. He's probably got a couple torpedoes that he's got to release. Oh, by the way, release me by Pearl Jam. Could be in my, uh, my top five now. My top five Pearl Jam songs move around all the damn time. And I think release me might be uh, on my top five these days. Why hating Steven Singer? That's a slug line. I hate Steven Singer. Steven, uh, you, the amount of business. I, uh, don't get me started. You got to be in the big seat to have a relationship with Steven Singer. Let's just put it that way. We, we talk about the big seat. The big seat holds a lot of power. And then when, uh, when you're no longer the guy in the big seat, think Queen Elizabeth. She was the one in the big seat, right? And then she dies, and they were done with her. Oh, they made it look good for the public, but they're like, we're, you're not in the big seat anymore. Take her stupid crown off her coffin. We're done with her. Now we have to kiss King Charles's ass. That's kind of what happens when you're in the big seat. And Steven Singer is one of these guys. He doesn't make real relationships with anybody. He just gives a fuck about the guy that's in the big seat. So that kind of pisses me off because I thought we kind of had a decent relationship. And I uh, spent a lot of money with Steven Singer. And I sent a lot of my uh, friends and family to Steven Singer. But then when I lost the big seat, man, uh, guess what? Steven Singer wasn't around anymore. (laughs) These fucking people. I swear over the years, I actually thought I was making uh, decent uh, relationships with some of these people. And turns out, nah, you're just the guy in the big seat and you hold a lot of power. And that's why we're here. Oh, okay, thanks. Now I know that. Star dog champion. Star dog champion. I'm great at like uh, one lyric of every song that was ever made. That's me in a nutshell. Down by the river, Charles. See? That's all you need to do. I don't, I don't hate uh, Steven Singer. He's a businessman. But man, when I wasn't in the big seat anymore, he didn't give two shits about me. Anyone that I thought I had a relationship with, they would have, uh, they would have uh, went on my podcast. And they also would have advertised on my podcast. And I certainly had a bunch of people that did come on my podcast. And then there were the people like, oh, he's not in the big seat anymore. I'm not doing his low-level podcast. I'm like, oh, thanks. Remember the days when you were a low-level comedian? I should have said, ah, he's too low-level to have on our giant radio show. All right, I'm bitching. I'm bitching. You don't bitch when there's a beautiful sunrise like this. I just scrolled through all the comments. It's getting a little too preachy. And I got to get the kids up. Better than a Steven Singer commercial. So just sit there, breathe, relax, and enjoy the moment. I demand it!